Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thanks for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you'll start to see weaknesses become strengths, and you'll begin to see and feel greater light come into your lives. I am Dan. For this podcast, The Allegory of Spots, the topic is the cunning plan of the evil one. I don't like the word cunning. To me, it is dark and involves being tricked. Our two-volume dictionary, copyrighted in 1947, defines cunning as skill employed in a crafty manner, skillfulness in deceiving, craftiness, guile. Yes, I guess that's why I don't like the word. In the Book of Mormon, which is scripture used by those who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, there's an interesting passage. This comes from 2 Nephi chapter 9, verses 28 and 29. Oh, the cunning plan of the evil one! Oh, the vainness and the frailties and the foolishness of men! When they are learned, they think they are wise, and they hearken not unto the counsels of God, for they set it aside supposing that they know of themselves. Wherefore, their wisdom's foolishness, and it profiteth them not, and they shall perish. But to be learned is good if they hearken unto the counsels of God. Can we conquer and live this life on our own without any dependence on God? There are many who think that they are in sole charge of their destiny. They think that they are in charge or capable single-handedly to control themselves and the outcomes. Many do this by breaking or going against many of God's commandments. When this happens, they are swimming in the delusional waters of the adversary's deliberate plan of deception. Are any of us listening caught up in this also? We need to realize the purpose of his plan, that the very conception and execution of all he does is to bring us down to his level and lose everything, just like he did. The adversary uses every cunning device, every type of disguise, and in all their many varieties and forms with an endless array of enticing disguises. Like the story of Pinocchio, released as a movie in 1940 by Disney, When Pinocchio is attracted to the excitement and flashy lights of Pleasure Island, the mirage of freedom for all found in Pleasure Island, where all the other lost boys ended up, what appeared to be from the outside was totally different to his horror, as he watched his newfound friends transform slowly into donkeys. The more they got involved and participated in the lifestyle which Pleasure Island offered, the sooner the transformation began. The writers of Pinocchio, whether they realized it or not, were closer to the truths about the evil one's cunning plan than they may have ever realized. Maybe it was their inspiration for writing this timeless tale. However, whatever it was, it depicts how we can be slowly lured in by supposed innocent, harmless-looking bait. That bait eventually captures us and eventually the revelation of what their purposes and intended outcomes were really all about. For many it was too late to be rescued, for they had become donkeys already, already being hauled off to be sold in their new state as slave animals, leaving the freedoms and life they enjoyed and took for granted behind. 
we talk about the foundation stones that one needs to build a solid spiritual foundation, that our testimonies are built upon these good stones and will last through all the tests of time. On the other hand, one might consider the same type of imagery to help us understand how one is laying another type of foundation with stones of the opposite sort. Building on this type of foundation without realizing it, one ends up building one's own customized spiritual prison. Let us compare the foundation to those who participated in building the Berlin Wall. How many really understood the long-term effect it would have on their own families and friends? Did they really know what they were going to do to themselves and their families? Their dear friends that would end up being trapped on opposite sides of the walls for years to come. It became their own personal prison, which they participated in building with their own hands. They could not have comprehended at the time when laying each and every brick and strand of barbed wire the long-term effects on so many. The steps of sin are even more subtle in how they portray themselves. They can deceive even the best of us. Other times, the steps of sin are obvious and deliberate as one makes his or her way down the path of their own choosing. Either way, they all lead to the same tragic end. If only we could visually see the wall, how we are enclosing ourselves in as we participate in any unholy act. If we could visually see, maybe we would be more spiritually thoughtful about our actions and be more inclined to avoid adding more bricks to our growing walls that are built by our many unrepented sins which we ourselves chose. As the walls get higher, our ability to see outside of them begins to be obscured more and more until we cannot see outside at all. If we could just realize we are becoming more and more bound by and within the walls we are building, I believe more would be encouraged to start getting rid of and removing the bricks in these walls. These walls cause us to lose once enjoyed freedoms, which were once ours before. When we find ourselves suddenly imprisoned by walls, having imprisoned ourselves within these same walls, which we have custom-built for ourselves, it will be quite a revelation to each one of us at the end of our journey in this life. For those who have chosen not to repent and remove the bricks and remove the walls, they will find each brick is still in place exactly where we place them, at the precise moment our actions cause them to come into existence. Oh, how great the power of the atonement is! What a miracle its cleansing power is! If we will but repent and call on the holy name of Jesus Christ with all our heart, might, mind, and soul, we can be forgiven and made clean by his sacred blood which he shed for you and I. For this very purpose he came to this earth. For this very purpose he gave his life. We should never forget this. Never. We should never neglect this opportunity, his gift to us. Rather, as all gifts one receives, we show our appreciation continually by properly and even gratefully using them. Otherwise, we will become a victim, trapped in our own sins forever, lost in eternity, unable to return home to our heavenly home, to live in the presence of our Creator, the Father of our Spirit, for all of time and eternity. Why is it we deny ourselves so often of this eternal 
freeing gift. At the end of each episode, you'll hear us repeat the steps on how to remove your spots. It's simple. There are four steps in the process. Number one, start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life that you need to get rid of, or repent of, or even be healed from. You'll know when your list is complete, when you feel you've included all the items that come to mind. Number two, take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit. Because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit. Number three, now that you've identified the spots, let's get rid of them or cast them off. And here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. Ask Him to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, your stresses, and your concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. And number four, once you've finished steps one through three, it's time to start the process again. Only this time, dig a little deeper into your soul, searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourselves of any and all spots. Then move forward day by day using the atonement of Jesus Christ to keep yourself unspotted.